Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Dramasology Podcast. In this episode, I am covering a drama that I am currently watching as of the time of this recording. And it's the 2023 Korean drama, Moving. This is a drama that came out of nowhere for me and I am just enjoying it so much that I thought I would do a first like quick impression review about this drama because it's it's really, really good and it deserves a review. So, for those who've never heard of this drama, Moving is a currently airing 2023 drama and it stars quite a lot of people. This is one drama that I would say that has more cast as main role than I've seen in other dramas. So, in this drama, we have Ryu Sung Ryun, An Hyo Ju, Jo In Sung, Cha Tae Yeon, Ryu Sung Bom, Kim Sung Kyun, Kim Hee Won, Moon Sung Gun, Lee Jung Ah, Go Yoon Jung and Kim Do-hun. So it's a lot of people in this drama. And those like people I've mentioned are all main role characters, right? They are all casted as main role, which is a lot of people. And maybe it makes sense because it's Disney Plus and so Disney has the budget for this kind of thing, right? You can tell that a lot of money was probably put into this drama. Um just given the amount of casting and like popular people they have because Joe Song is not cheap. Chateon I feel like is also not cheap. Anyoju is definitely not cheap. Like she's a very, very expensive actress, one of the best actresses. And obviously, like Yusongryon also is, you know, really highly regarded in the industry. So these are all people that if you watch enough dramas and enough movies, you've seen them once or twice. People like Join Song and Han Hyoju, especially if you're like in my age group, the twenties, thirties age group, you've seen her. In a lot of things and like even the supporting roles here are also very popular people there are people that i recognize pakistan kim shin ryok like i recognize these people and maybe i just watch too much k-drama that's why like they're recognizable to me right but honestly it's a like huge huge cast and they make it work because one thing i'm scared about with dramas with a lot of popular people and <laughs> this is a side eye at squid games too <laughs> because Honestly, I think that drama is going to fail. Please don't call me on that though because I just have a thing with when you have too many popular people and you have to pay so many popular people, you don't have enough money to actually make a good story with good CGI or good whatever. Like you have to like sacrifice a few things when you have a huge ensemble cast that is made up of popular people and that's the case with this drama. It's a lot of people in this that you expect it to go wrong in a lot of ways but it doesn't and that's what makes this drama just fantastic it's like everybody came together for this and understood the vision actually you know what i should have known this would be a good drama because joe song is here and joe song doesn't act in a lot of dramas these days i think the last drama that he was in was it's okay that's love that's a 2014 drama guys you know how long ago that was like he, he wasn't like they're my friends but he was only a supporting role so he wasn't like he, he didn't choose this project right whereas like since it's okay that's love moving is his first korean drama so this is his return to the small screen and i am so excited and honestly i've missed him and like his chemistry with han hyoju in this drama is just chef's kiss it's amazing and it's just one reason why you should watch this drama but i'll get to that in a few minutes so typically with my review 
I like to give a quick like background to each cast member and explain like the works I've seen them in, the works I liked that they've done, and you know, just give a quick introduction to each actor or actress. But the cast list in this is also huge that it would take me like this episode would be over an hour if I had to do that for every single body. So we're going to skip that and I'm just going to go right into my first thoughts and why I decided to watch this drama in the first place. So honestly, something about Disney Plus and their K-drama like collection is that they don't advertise it well enough. The same thing happened with Call It Love and a few of the other dramas. They just aren't good at advertising it the way Netflix is. Or maybe people just have... There's more people on Netflix and they have more subscribers. That's why Netflix shows get a lot of like popularity and a lot of boosts. And um, there's just something about Disney that does not have that same effect, right? So... This drama was kind of on the down low. Like, I just, I had not heard of this um, ever. And it was actually on YouTube, watching YouTube shorts that I came across, like, one of those videos with the younger characters that are, you know, the kids of the main character. So, for those who don't know anything about this drama, I'll give a quick synopsis about what this drama is about. So, according to my drama list, Kim Bong Sok. Yang Isu and Igang Un attend the same high school. They look like ordinary students, but they have special abilities that they inherited from their parents. Kim Bong Sok has the ability to fly, while Yang Isu has excellent athletic abilities and is able to rapidly recover from injuries like being shot or stabbed. Igang Un has uncanny power and speed. These three students try to hide their special abilities from other people while their parents struggle to protect them from being used by other people. So that's the synopsis of this drama. And honestly, if you go by just the synopsis, it doesn't seem like there's much to it. But there's just a way about how this drama is shot and recorded that just brings out a more humane element to it that's just very lovely and so there's that family aspect that aspect of bonds between people that this drama really does well in it's not just a shallow like action drama no it actually has a very i don't know just element of goodness to it and to what people are doing or how things are portrayed and so characters in this are very well developed and interesting to watch because there's a very humane aspect to it that you don't expect actually and that's kind of what has drawn me to this drama as i've watched more and more so yeah i've given my first thought and now i want to talk about like why this drama is very very good and why this drama is gaining kind of traction among people people are already calling this like the best drama of 2023 like the best k drama of 2023 because it's beating a lot of the dramas people thought would be very very good a lot of season two dramas that are out and you know it's just very very good and apparently this was shot in 2020 or so like around the same time happiness a different hanyoju drama was coming out this drama was also shot at that time and you can't really tell at least i can't that it was shot in 2020 but apparently it was i don't know why it was delayed to this point and why it's just airing usually korean dramas don't have that issue the way like chinese dramas do but i'm not sure what the reason was maybe the cgi and post-production was just taking a lot of time but honestly it was worth the wait this drama is very very good so the first thing that makes this drama good is that you get to see the characters of both generations kind of relate in different ways. So this drama kind of is split in two, right? When we are first introduced to this drama, we are watching 
the younger kids, right? The ones that are in high school. So to an extent for us, we seem or we think that this old drama is going to be from their point of view. And so when I first actually watched this drama, I thought, oh, okay, so this is a high school drama then. And that's really what this drama is about. It's about following these kids that have supernatural power. And there's something about also the way this drama is shot that it seems everything is done out of sequence. I don't know how to explain it, but a lot of things are done or shown after the facts. So, for example, when we start this drama, we see Anhyoju's character walking to a restaurant with her kid, Kim Bon Sok. Well, I'm going to call KBS because his name is very difficult to pronounce, but also because I like KBS and I like that that's like a running joke that the characters have about his name, that he sounds like the broadcasting station. So she's carrying KBS on her back and we kind of have no idea what's going on. But as we we are introduced, we start to see that KBS is a very interesting child, right? And again, at this point, we don't know that Anhyoju has her own powers. That's something about this drama that it reveals things in very, very subtle ways. You don't see some things coming and it's just, it's like you're peeling back an onion. Every now and again, they introduce something about a character that's more interesting, right? Uh, A character that you thought was mundane, you find out that, oh, he wasn't as mundane as you would think. He also has a power. And that's something I like about this drama, just the unexpected nature of things and just how amazing everybody comes out to be, right, at the end of the day. So yeah, the very first six or so episodes, we follow KBS and Jang Isu and how they kind of relate as teenagers and i have to say another thing i really really like about this drama is the relationship between kvs and jangisu because there's just something about how pure and innocent their friendship and maybe growing affection for one another is is just very like effortless i don't know how else to explain it like yes kim bong Sok likes jangisu no doubt but there's still an aspect of he's just a very good person and a very good friend and again, that's one thing i love about this drama the character of kim bong Sok, he's just a pop he's basically a golden retriever he's the cutest thing you've ever seen like so there's just little things like that that make this drama amazing, right? So yeah, the relationship between Kim Bong Sok and Jang Isu is lovely to watch. Igang Unde, we've not really gotten much detail into who he is. I mean, we can tell he's a little arrogant. That's one thing we can tell. But you can tell a lot of his like feelings comes from the fact that he wants to be part of the Kim Bong Sok and Jang Isu like friendship group, and he's not been included. So a lot of like comments or side eyes it makes is because of that but yeah these are the three kids and the three high schoolers that we see and again that's the thing about this drama everything seems ordinary for a second and then you find out that there's actually something up with the school itself for example jang isu had an incident in our old school that had her you know kicked out expelled right for something that was totally not her fault of course but you know sometimes people protect the assailants before they protect the victims and so jangisu is then not able to enroll in almost any school that they mentioned that she's not able to enroll in any school but somehow this school that Kim Bong Sok is in is able to take her. And as episodes go by, you start to realize there's actually something up with this school itself. That it seems to be part of this secret agency that is maybe training these kids to someday be killers, someday be agents, right? Just like their parents were. 
I don't know though, they haven't mentioned it or given a hint whether the parents have an idea that this is a school that does this. Like I haven't gotten the sense that Annie character knows that her son's school is actually a double agent for the government, right? And so they haven't made that clear yet. But I assume, I'm going to assume she doesn't know maybe, right? I mean... But I have to say, there are moments in like the school, for example, it seems that they are protecting them. For example, when the character of Frank is going about killing all the former agents that have powers, right? He gets to the school and it's actually the school that kind of gatekeeps and makes sure he is not able to get in, in a way. Like they are somewhat keeping an eye on the situation and making sure like the kids are not exposed in that way, right? So for example, when the bodyguard sees frank he immediately notifies i think the principal or like the gym teacher that is also a double agent probably that oh this guy was on premises and i assume they are doing that because it's in their best interest to make sure the kids remain alive but yeah that's the thing right so again the school as well is very interesting and there's a lot of like mystery to why they exist again i assume it's just that they function to train younger agents right and so yeah, that that's like the first six episodes. Very cute. The relationship between Kim Bong Sung and Jang Yisoo developed so quickly, so effortlessly that it is just fantastic. I like the character of Jang Yisoo because I don't know, there's just something about her that's very charismatic, very laid back, given what she's gone through. Right? There's just something very mature about her and i really, really like her she's one of the female leads that really they make she makes my top 10 female leads for 2023k dramas or even 2023 dramas as a whole and it's because there's just something about her that is very understanding very calm and just very lovable right she is not bumbling she's not loud or noisy you know she's just very very calm and so there's just something i really really like about her and i look forward to seeing her performance and where the story takes her go Jung is doing a fantastic job honestly I like her hair better than I liked her in Alchemy of Souls. And that's not to say I did not like an Alchemy of Souls. <laughs> but here she is just a different person. And it's it's just very good. I look forward to her future works as well. But yeah, so after the first six episodes or so, like maybe episode by episode seven, we start to get more background story and flashbacks into the relationship of the parents. Up to this point, we don't even know who Kim Bong Sok's father is. Right, I mean, we know because <laughs> we know he's doing song, <laughs> but like we actually don't know a lot about you know what the father is and you know why he's not with them, right? And so there's some speculation about that. We'll see in future episodes what has happened to him. Uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting because when you're watching the story of like the first six episodes, you have a different like framework, a different mindset, and it's almost a different kind of drama you're watching in the first six episodes. But by the time you get to the seventh, eighth, and ninth episode, it's a all completely different drama. He has a very like for those who've seen the K drama Iris, I think I think it's Iris with Kim Tae. It's kind of like that. This like spy agent kind of thing and you are suddenly in a very different drama one thing that's interesting to me is that i don't think oh i mean i assume that the character of jang yisoo's dad that is join song's partner right so kim bong sok's dad right kim bong sok's dad and jang yisoo's dad 
are basically partners or they were partners, right? And I don't know if Anne Hyojun, like Kim Wong Seok's mom, knows that. Like, I'm not sure. I, I know she knows who Jang Joon is, right? That's Jang Isu's dad. I know she knows who he is, but I don't think she knows that Jang Isu is the daughter because she meets Jang Isu and she's kind of shocked that, first of all, Kim Wong Seok has a friend. Then, second of all, that it's a girl. Then, third of all, that she's pretty. <laughs> That was, I think, the scene I saw that made me check out this drama. First of all, because Anhyoju is, I felt like she was very, very young to be playing someone's mom. But honestly, she's fantastic. And I now know why they cast her. Because when you see a chemistry with Joyin Song, right, it's just fantastic. Jo- that's the thing about Joyin Song. And this is the thing that I don't know why it's all these actors that are just amazing that never want to act. <laughs> He hasn't acted in a drama like a romance since 2014. That's almost, almost 10 years ago. It would be 10 years ago next year in 2024. That's how long ago Joon Sung has acted in a Korean drama as like a main role, right? And I don't know why he's decided to do that. Kenny, he's happy not acting. That's like the sense I get when I see him on like variety shows that like his friends will invite him to. And I don't know how they managed to convince him to act in this drama, but I think whoever it is, I managed to get him because I'm sure they've been trying for years. And honestly, it was worth it because, ah, uh, Johnny Song, I've missed him so much. He has just this face and this expression that it just draws you in and it keeps you captivated. His scenes with Annie Oju are just, they are sizzling. They are amazing. Like, this is what I'm talking about. That, like, Johnny Song is just a fantastic actor. So, when Annie Oju is made to basically gain the interest and get close to Johnny Song's character, right? We see him seeming like interested in her. Like, he seemed interested in her, right? And then we find out that later that actually he's known about her and known what she's doing like a whole while ago, right? And he was okay with it. And again, that whole like sequence of scenes where Annie Oju is basically kind of tempting him, right? And like just seeing that interaction because you're not speaking at that moment, right? But there's just so much going on still, right? I just should have seen me. I was like gasping for air. It was just so so nice. Like again, I've just missed doing song so much. And it was just good to see him in like a really romantic scene with Hanyoju. The kissing too was fantastic. Like watching him float <laughs> reminded me of Kimbo Sok because Kimbo Sok is always float. He's his worst because he cannot control it. And obviously that's because Joe Song is not around to teach him, right? And I guess Hanyoju, his mom, just does not know enough about his ability like she knows hers but i don't think she is able to understand how like joe song's character kim Dushik controls his powers i do like that and i mean i don't know why he's not around we'll find out but i do like that his last name is like kim as well like it's kim bosok kim Dushik, and it's just so sweet like they're a little family and you know he's just not around which is sad like i hope he's okay i hope it's not like he's dead or anything because i will literally like cry tears of blood (laughs) but like i'm really looking forward to seeing the extent to which 
the parents will protect their kids. The character of Frank mentions the fact that, you know, every time he goes to kill one of them, they are so protective over their kids. Like, they won't let him know where their kids are. And again, that's the part where I talk about how I like this drama in giving... It gave a lot of characters more dimension and more... Just more story to them. The character of Frank and have been written to be a just basic killer that had no remorse. But for some reason, the fact that all the parents wouldn't give up their kids even as he was killing them and threatening their lives, was something that really resonated with Frank. And probably that means that he was probably abandoned as a kid. And there was just something about, even though he, he was killing all these good people and these great fighters, he wasn't seemingly enjoying it as time passed, right? And that was something I liked about this drama in that like, he gave that kind of deep aspect to the character of Frank as he was doing something that I could tell he was getting increasingly bored of and I mean now I think he's dead I mean sorry if you <laughs> yeah no, you've not gotten there but I'm pretty sure Jang Ju-won like Jang Su's dad as you know killed him <laughs> but yeah so that's something I, I found interesting as well and yeah that's what I mean when I mean like I'm looking forward to seeing just how protective the parents will be the character of Igangun. Igangun has this father that basically from the way the drama has portrayed it it's like the dad sits outside and waits for his kid all day kind of like a forest gump kind of situation and so he just sits outside and waits for his kid to come back from school every single day and i find it interesting because obviously his dad is probably one of these mutants and i would find it interesting to see how his character is portrayed more because we can't really see much we can only see how igangun reacts to his dad right there's a scene i think where he tells his dad i'm sorry and like we don't know what he's sorry for but i'm sure this drama will reveal more about that as time goes on now, one aspect about this drama that I'm not sure about and we'll probably find out is that I don't know if people with powers, like I call them mutants like a second ago, but I don't know if people with powers are part of normal society, that they just exist, right? And they're just born genetically like that or whether they were like government experiments. I'm not sure about that aspect, right? Because the drama hasn't really alluded to that. So I don't know if this is like a, a scenario of like magic realism where this would just exist alongside normal people or whether it's like a failed government project or like a project where the government is churning out people with powers, right? So we'll see more about that and I'm going to assume that it's most likely the government scenario in the sense that I do think it's the government that made them who they are. More because of how Frank has reacted because I think Frank was adopted, right, by a US family. And I think that's how he was like created and made into a mutant, probably, right? In the way that the, I think the rest of the characters were Korean-made mutants, right? Frank himself was, I think, taken overseas. And so that's why he works for the American side. So I assume that's how this drama is. Or else, uh, well, we'll see what the drama will say about that. But I'm, I am curious about that aspect. And, you know, I find it interesting that it's obviously genetic. So, yeah. So far, so good. It's been really going well. I really enjoy the first nine episodes and I really, really recommend it um, because I'm really looking forward to all like the storylines because there are a lot of like plot lines that are like going 
in parallel and crossing one another. So, you know, I'm very interested to see the story of Jang Ju Wonda, Jang Yisoo's dad, and how he, you know, came about, you know, having Jang Yisoo because, I mean, at some point, she has become his ward and that's the kind of person I know would do anything to protect his daughter. So, we'll see more about the story and I'm just very interested and, you know, just, just very invested in this drama because there's just something about how they've mixed the family element with the, like, action element to this that is just very, very good. And honestly, this is one of the better, if not, probably one of my favorite dramas of 2023 because it's, uh, it's just so good. And so, yeah, this, this was the review of Moving episodes one to nine it was very very good i highly recommend if you've not started watching this to actually wait (laughs) actually wait till they finish airing because i am in torture so that's been my review of moving thank you guys so much for listening have a nice day bye bye